What's up, everybody? It is Pints with Pat. We are Thursday, January 26th, so getting deeper and deeper in the new year. I can't believe January is almost over. It's just crazy how this time flies by and how the weeks fly by. Um, this week at Yellowbird, um, not the best week, but um, kind of want to hit what happened head on to you know, whoever listens to this podcast, not something we're trying to hide from. Uh, we actually did a layoff on Monday. Um, had to let some some people go. That's never fun at all. I didn't enjoy it. All of them were my friends. Um, but I wanted to get on the podcast and at least talk about why we did so. So very purpose-driven. I talk about that all the time. Um our purpose statement here at Yellowbird is fulfilling our potential by living life with purpose and relentless execution. Um, we've been a direct to seller home buyer for as long as we've been in business now. That's been our biggest revenue generator, home flippers. Um, we also own a rental portfolio and so we, we have some different segments. We, we lend money as well. Um, but the majority of the staff in our operation has always been marketing, a sales team, and it's always been our bread and butter. Um, recently, uh, you know, me, Kyle, and Steve, through talks and talking about the future, ever since the first interest rate hike uh, over the summer, the first Fed interest rate hike, um, a lot of our business working with hedge funds and a lot of our disposition outlets kind of shut off. So it's been, it's been more of a challenge, but we've adjusted and, uh, the future was bright for a while. And for a while, we, you know, we were the change in what was happening externally in the market forced us to make some internal changes. And, um, we did so, and we did so for a while in the last two quarters of the year, we were adjusting, we were pivoting. And to be honest, up until a couple weeks ago, I very much think that we could have been back to 20, 25 houses a month. Uh, it wouldn't have been like it was. We would have had to fix some issues. We would have had to fix construction, some of our systems and processes, fix some things going on with the sales team. But um, this layoff and this decision was not really market-based. Um, and that's how I know it's right. Uh, this decision was a per was a, was a, personal decision to shut down our direct to seller operation. And I want to compare this to, um, kind of what happened to me when I left the oil field in 2016. Um, cause I was making great money out there. It was kind of a golden handcuff situation. Um, so I struggled with that decision to, I was real estate investing on the side, but I struggled with that decision to leave this relatively high paying, um, job with great benefits and, uh, something I, didn't necessarily enjoy fully, but I liked the guys I worked with and, and things were good. Ultimately, the reason I left the oil field was because using much like an alignment sheet, I looked ahead in my life five years, 10 years, and tried to picture what those years would be, what that person five, 10 years ahead was doing and what I would be doing if everything in my life worked out perfect. And what happened was I did not see myself on a drilling rig in five years, 10 years. So a tough decision became obvious to me. 
the obvious decision, the only decision, um, if you have the courage to make it, was to leave the oil field. And it may be the tougher decision, but it was the right one moving into the future. I feel almost the same about what's happened here over the past month. Uh, me and my partners looked ahead five years, 10 years. Um, and like I said, the decision didn't have anything to do with the market, but we were like, yes, I think we could get back to 25 a month. Would we be happy at 25, 30, even 40 flips a month in Northeast Florida if we got it back up and running? Do we see ourselves there in five years? Would we be happy if that's what was going on? And the answer was no. Um, the answer was no because we dug deep into our purpose statement and decided that our strengths and our strengths in, in uh, our strengths not only in having capital but our operational strengths, the strengths of our leadership team. I think there is a better fit for our skill set than the business of flipping houses. And once again, I'm not saying that flipping houses is a bad business right now. I think there's huge opportunity there. But our skill set here at this office and where we want to go, it did not align anymore. So that was the decision we made. Um, the people we did let go uh, were awesome people. And they were incredible at their jobs, like everyone here at Yellowbird. But ultimately, they were let go because of the purpose statement because I could not give good direction to those people over the next couple years. So it's, I could have selfishly let them stay here and kind of linger and do some odd jobs and do this and that and kind of hang out, not, not kind of hang out, but work on little projects we had going, but I could not give them good, clear direction on how they advance in life, how they fulfill their potential and how they take things to the next level. So I had to make the difficult decision to let them go, find a place where they could be more aligned and uh, move on to the next chapter in their life. So um, it was unfortunate and it sucked, but I still, it was the right decision for everybody. And uh, I feel really good about the what the future holds. Um, I know there's a lot of realtors and uh, wholesalers that listen to this podcast. So um, the in the cool thing about having conversations with realtors and, and people that wholesale in the, in the single family space or even the development space is we are no longer the competition of those people, right? So if you're listening, you're a realtor and you're a wholesaler, Yellowbird is no longer your direct to seller competition. We're not going after the same deals. Um, what we are and what we want to be looked at is your partner. Um, the lending operation is still up and running. We're looking to lend more money. We're looking to lend money to people flipping houses, people buying rentals, um, people doing development deals. Um, we are looking to get money out and we want to partner on deals like that. We also want, we're still going to be buying houses um, and we'd love to JV and partner with anyone doing deals. There's several wholesalers in town that use us as leverage to lever their business up. So whenever they get too many deals to handle, uh, they give them to us and we JV on them and that allows them to do what they do best because the money is made in the acquisition. Um, so they use us to JV, they use us to lend. Um, and that's what I'd like to be looked at as is, is people who are investing in single family real estate, I wanna be looked at as your partner and no longer competition. So it completely changes 
the conversation. And that's something I'm, I'm really excited about. So JV deals, um, we're still buying single family. We just aren't going the direct to seller marketing approach anymore. Um, when you make a change, uh, it can be difficult at times, but I think you need to commit to that change. So we've, we've made other changes around the office. Uh, we thought one of the most important things to do was give everyone that is still here at the office a little more white space in their calendar. Um, so we decided to move to a four-day work week. So we're, we're in office Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday's kind of going to be a flex day where I'm sure people will be in and out of the office, but we're going to spend time doing some team building stuff, some charity stuff. We'll have some projects based on books and podcasts and uh, just getting creative juices flowing because um, when you grind as hard as we did for the past, you know, five or six years and the day-to-day is just the nonstop whirlwind, it's tough to, to get your mind thinking about anything else other than your to-do list that just seems to get bigger and bigger every day. So this big change um, is creating more white space in the calendar, uh, simplifying everything going on with the business, and I'm really looking forward uh, to the years to come. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about today that kind of came up as as we were doing that, as you know, we went through this time period, is uh, um, the idea that your life is a combination of what you're willing to tolerate. Your life is a combination of what you're willing to tolerate. Um, I look back and I, and I know a lot of, I do a lot of rig offshore drilling analogies here, but I look, I look back at the time, uh, the times I was offshore. And when you're, when I was offshore working sub C, um, for diamond offshore on drilling rigs, 16 hour days, seven days a week was the norm. So we'd wake up at 5.30 in the morning, eat breakfast, be out on, they called it tower, be out on tower at um, 5.45, and we'd work till 10 o'clock at night, seven days a week, and wake up and do it all over again. And we'd do that for six, seven weeks at a time. Seems brutal talking about it now, but back when I was doing it, everyone else around me was doing it, so it was just the norm. So... Even though that that wasn't my true calling, um, and ultimately that's not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, and I'm not saying that's wrong, right? I'm saying me personally, that was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I saw everyone around me doing the exact same thing, and everyone around me was gassing me up that that was normal and life was good, and uh, this is the way life goes, right? You work, you work your ass off offshore, and then you come home. Um, And that, like I said, works for some people. And I always had this splinter in my mind um, that it wasn't working for me. But I see now where I could have easily got sucked into that, uh, you know, herd mentality to where, oh, this is life. I have it really good right now. I shouldn't strive for anything more. Um, And I'm just so grateful uh, that that I read what I did. I journaled as much as I did. And had that vision to take that jump, which which for me was was the tougher decision at the time. Um, the combination of what you can tolerate, I think it goes in all aspects of life. Um, I'm going to give you a couple examples is the way people treat you. If you allow people to treat you like shit or treat you a certain way, 
then you're going to get treated that way, right? And if 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 people natural people are talking down to you and uh, people are rude to you and you do nothing about it, it's just going to get worse. And you're going to continue to spiral down that road. But if you want to be, uh, say, a respected salesperson, a respected business person, start allowing, start putting yourself in the situation to be treated that way. Um, another thing is weight. Like I, I, I think weight or, or fitness is a big one. Um, if you if you take a super fit girl or a super fit guy and you magically add 50 pounds to them and they become sloppy and gross, you it would only take that person three months, four months to burn all that weight off and be exactly where they were before. Because that person, who they are, their identity does not tolerate being overweight. Um, it goes the same way with your personal finances. If you're spending 90% of what you make each month, then that's your identity. That's become the norm for you. Um, for me, I've never tolerated that. I've always wanted to be way lower. You know, the, the, uh, um, the suggestion is what, whatever it is, saving 10% of your income and living off 50% or whatever it is. But if you create your identity to where you are a person that spends even less than that, you live off 10, 20% of what you make each month, and that becomes your identity. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because that money you're not spending is going to grow and you're creating habits to build wealth for the future. But unless you make your decision to change that identity and not tolerate um, your overspending or undisciplined spending or undisciplined eating and not working out until you actually don't tolerate that in your life anymore, you're not going to have any change. Um, so this is going to be an interesting time for us and Yellowbird over the next few months. And we're kind of reassessing um, where we're going. We're reassessing what we're willing to tolerate, the conversations we're willing to have. And uh, during this time period, our goal is to add as much value to members of our community and other people as we can. Um, so as much as layoffs suck and closing parts of your business suck, it was the right decision and I could not be more excited about the future. And I love having this podcast because I'm going to be recording what's going on weekly and it kind of holds me accountable. If I sit here and with Elena next week and I'm talking on the podcast and I have nothing other, nothing new to say about, uh, adjustments we've made or our plans for the future, then that should be a red flag that we're not moving very fast. So uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, I, I think it'd be good if everyone thought about things that they don't like in their life and what are you tolerating in order to make, in order for those things to be happening. Um, that's kind of what we're going over for the next few months. Uh, thanks for listening.